Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Immortal Sin. It just released a new album called Force of Habit. Immortal Sin is a heavy metal band from Denver, Colorado. In a sea of modern cookie-cutter acts, this band tries to retain a more familiar and old-school sound that propelled bands in the 70s and 80s into stardom. Taking their cue from thrashers such as Exodus and Megadeth, as well as legends like Judas Priest and Motorhead, Immortal Sin creates a perfect mixture of speed and grit. But you can also they can also knock you out with mid-tempo riffs from hell. And here is my interview with Immortal Sin. taking time to talk with me today. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, band has taken some hits, and you came out with a great sophomore album. Yep. I wanted to ask you, um, can you discuss what led to the firing of your guitarist and bassist? Uh, yeah, so we were on tour uh, back in 2019, and um, they just both kind of, they didn't have the best attitude um, about the whole thing. Um, they wanted to stop playing live. They wanted to stop touring. Um, they didn't think we were getting the greatest of shows. And I told them, you know, we're still, you know, starting out. Uh, um, we're not going to be selling out stadiums right away, but uh, they didn't. They didn't care, and um, yeah, music-wise, they wanted to go in a completely different direction as well, so I thought it best that uh, we part ways. Um, as speaking in the studio, um, do you feel more comfortable working in the studio now that you've gone through it a second time? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot better, uh, this time around. Plus, we're working with, a uh, a different, um, engineer, and he had a completely different style of operation, and, yeah, it was a lot better this time through. And, um, how did you come across, uh, getting friends, um, Brad and Duel? So we came across France and Duel through, I want to say Duel was from Craigslist and France was from uh, bandmix.com um, and they sounded like a good fit so we auditioned them both um, and everything worked out um, and then Brad, he was in another local band called Liquid Titanium. So I'd already known him, not like super well, um, but I knew that he played guitar. And at the time when we got him, he was working over at the uh, Home Depot. I frequent a lot for my job. And uh, we got talking uh, and he said that he was interested. He saw that we had an opening and that he was interested in auditioning. So I, let him come by and 
that worked out as well. So he became our new guitarist. That's excellent. And I also want to ask you, I noticed on the album that um, the songwriting is less political. Was that the, the intent from the start of the project? Uh, no, that wasn't the intent. I was actually going to make it um, an even more politically charged album. Uh, but then when Duel came in, I let him take over a lot of the lyric writing. Um, just because I'd already been doing so much uh, by myself and with Axel before the rest of the band came together. And um, he's not really into politics. He has his own stuff that he likes to write about. So I let him take over, and the songs lyrically came out differently than I originally envisioned, but that's, that's fine. I think it turned out better. Yeah, I think it... Um it doesn't change the flow of the album, and uh, also it uh, provides a lighter side. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, what were some of the artists that influenced you in your playing? Uh, so my top ones have always been like Metallica and ACDC and Chuck Berry. Um, and on this album in particular, those are still in there, but I still have a little more Bay Area thrash influence. I've got some Exodus in there, uh, I've got some Megadeth in there, and then some East Coast stuff as well. I've got some uh, Overkill influence in there. So that, that's that's kind of what I was going for for uh, this this album in particular. Um, speaking of the album, I wanted to know. What is your favorite song and why? Um, oh boy, uh, of the ones that I wrote, or just yes. or just in general. No, of the ones you wrote. Uh, I'd say Satan's Tavern is probably my favorite one on there, just because. Um, well, it's one of the ones that I wrote entirely by myself, lyrics and. Uh, and music, um, but not just because of that. I think it's just because it's a catchy song, and that's like the riffs in there kind of exactly what like I wanted them to sound like. Like I didn't have to like sit around and like try and get them to sound a certain way. As soon as I start coming up with stuff, like the song was already there, you know. So I think that was my favorite, just because it was so easy to come up with that um you're doing local shows now is that correct i do vocals on one song on the mailman song and then on the uh cassette version of the album we have a bonus track called tired and red and i do vocals on that as well but i don't do leads uh throughout i do a lot of backups though on this album um are you playing in local clubs now? Yeah, yeah. So we started playing again back in October, but then, uh, at least here in Denver, uh, everything got shut down again shortly after that. Um, so we didn't have another show until last month on April 10th, after things had already started um, opening up again. 
And our last show was on our CD release show, which was just two weekends ago on May 7th. Um, and everything in Colorado is 100% open again. The mask mandate is gone. Everything is back to no restrictions. So we will be playing again. Uh, a lot, hopefully. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. Um, they're starting to open up Ohio. That's where I'm at. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wait to get the mask off and not worry about it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, are, do you have any uh, funny road stories that you can share? Road stories? Yeah. Uh, um, so when we were playing in Wisconsin two years ago, um, we were staying over at our old bass player's house and he's got this, um, he's got, he's got a boat, right? So he has like a little deck that leads up to the boat and we were just getting off of it. Uh, for the night to go back in and sleep and Axel stepped off the boat and for some reason right where he stepped on the deck like it, it collapsed and uh, he just like he fell like through it he's like halfway in the deck like halfway in the water and we had to like pull him out and his stomach was like all cut up and bruised for like weeks after that um and we had a show like a week later and we actually had to like change the set list a bit to play less intense songs just so that he could actually get through it just messed himself up so bad by doing that wow yeah um how do you see the state of the music industry today um I think it's it's moving along. Um, for local bands too, it seems like everyone wants to support independent music, at least here in Denver. Um, people, you know, they listen to each other's music, they buy each other's merch and music, they spread the word around. It seems to be uh, it seems to be moving forward, and I mean with major bands too um, I mean everyone took a hit this past year and a half or so but it seems to be uh, coming back and um, bands are finding you know, creative ways to make ends meet and to move forward so yeah I think it's doing alright and um, when you're not doing music um, do you have any hobbies or any special interests that you're into in your spare time um, I do. I mean, I like, <laughs> honestly, I like to just sit and like watch YouTube. There are a lot of different channels on there that I enjoy watching, educational ones, political ones, uh, nostalgic ones, uh, stories. There are a lot of story channels where they just, you know, read stuff. I like to listen to those, um. I like to walk around the park and stuff, you know, walk around the neighborhood. Um, 
my main job is like landscaping, um, so I enjoy I enjoy doing that as well. Um, even when I'm not on the clock, sometimes I'll go to where I work and get stuff done, just you know, pro bono, because mm-hmm. I enjoy doing it. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't have like too many things that I'm into outside of music, but that's just like a, a little sampling of it. And um, if I wanted to get Immortal Sin merchandising, how would I go about it? Um, from sinstore.com, S-Y-N-N store.com. And uh, do you see um, yourselves uh, going um, across the states this year, or is it something that you'll hold back on until things are a little more clear everywhere? Uh, we have three shows planned in South Dakota for July, so we will be going at least, um, to that state this summer. Um, we were thinking to do something, something else possibly at the end of July, early August, but we don't know yet. Uh, right now it's just South Dakota. And if you could give any message to your fans, what would that message be? Um, you know, keep keep music and metal in particular alive. Buy bands, merchandise, spread the message of their music, share it as much as you can, and um, you know, never never give up on the on the little guys. Well, I wanted to thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you, thank you for uh, thank you for having me on your on your uh, podcast. Well, it's a pleasure, and uh, please feel free to keep in touch with me on any new upcomings with a band, and um, we can get together and discuss it. All right, I will. Thank you very much. All right, thank you, and you have a great day. Be sure to keep an eye out for a mortal sin to come to a place near you. Thank you for taking the time for listening to me today. And I want to remind you, remember, come see me for a fix.